Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Anand Kishore. Anand, you are the founder and CEO of Aspire IQ. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh. Great to, great to be here. Thanks for having me. So how does business get done today uh, in terms of uh, brands and, uh, well, I'll let you say the word. Uh, well, no, I'll say influencers. Uh, why, why does this work so well uh, compared to other means of advertising and or marketing? Yeah, I think um, kind of the root of this industry, you know, we, we started about seven years ago now. Um, when we, when we first got started, influencers weren't really a thing. Um, I would say it was kind of just at the point where, uh, Instagram and YouTube were, uh, becoming really big at the kind of the scale they are, they, they are today. Um, and you had this rush of digital content creators kind of emerge and start putting their voice out and, um, and gaining, gaining meaningful followers. And so I think, you know, really, uh, we don't, actually like to use the word influencer too much. I think it's yeah. uh, fundamentally what we're really talking about is just uh, people who are creating content and uh, sharing their story, whatever that might be, um, you know, whether, uh, whether it's uh, a fashion, you know, influencer or content creator, or it's, uh, you know, a celeb, a chef, home chef, or anything in between kind of uh, really what we're talking about is just people who are sharing their voice and um, kind of the core interaction here is one that's existed forever, which is, you know, brands want to be affiliated with great stories and, and people who have an interesting perspective, uh, whether that's Audrey Hepburn, Michael Jordan, or your next door, who's, um, who's a, who's a home chef. So, uh, really that's kind of the root of it. Yeah. And so the way that you explain the platform, you know, unlike, you know, uh, you, you don't necessarily say again, we're an influencer outreach platform, um, but that you're a community intelligence marketing platform, uh, that allows brands to identify important members of any community. And can you kind of explain why that language? Yeah, great question. I think the core of uh, any business is, is community, really. Um, you know, when you think about the things that really matter um, uh, for, for a company, it, you know, the, one of the most important things is identifying your real champions, Right identifying people who are deeply passionate about what you are, are doing, um, who can articulate your value prop on your behalf, who can act as references or, or, or advocates. Um, and so, you know, I think that, you know, influencers are a piece of your community. Um, they're people who can help amplify your voice and spread the, spread the message more broadly. But a community is not just an influencer, right? Uh, communities can be made up of customers, of partners, of, uh, distributors of your employees, um, affiliates, uh, so many different content creators, photographers, videographers, so many different personas that touch your business and can have an, have an impact and, and drive value for you. Uh, really the way we think about it is 
our goal is to be the system of record for your community, uh, no matter who um, you're working with within that universe of uh, high value relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are the trends that you're seeing in terms of those who may have um, influence within a community or they serve a larger community? Um, any, what movement have you seen? It's particularly, I think it's been a, a, a very weird uh, and unsettling uh, string of events in 2020 um, but I'm curious how that, 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 might be the that yeah, to put it lightly, right? Uh, but, uh, oh, uh, in terms of, you know, here we are midway through 2020 or in June, uh, 2020. Um, what have you seen this since the beginning of this year? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's been quite a year. I would say the, the, the high level is that everything that we had seen prior has really accelerated. Uh, in many ways, right? Um, you're finding uh, brands realizing that they need to move to digital much faster than before. It's no longer an option given COVID-19 and everything associated with what's happening in retail. Um, you're, you're finding e-commerce booming um, uh, as, as you know everybody's shifting online. You're finding that brands are realizing that they need to have a direct relationship with their customers. It's no longer enough to just shout at them in a more personal way, which is kind of what, you know, the traditional marketing automation stack allows for. Um, you need to really have a deep connection with them and, and the brands that invest in their people, not, not their channels, not just their channels are the, are the brands that are, that are going to really, you know, survive and thrive um, uh, in this next wave. And so you know, I think a lot of those trends were true before, but I think really the events of the last um, six months have, accelerated all of that. I would also say one of the bigger trends around community specifically is just the move towards, uh, you know, you know, these subcultures online or these yeah. groups, right? Um, you're seeing that with Facebook. Facebook is investing a lot in Facebook groups because they're realizing people want to be connected with those local, you know, kind of localized interest groups. Um, you're seeing that with the rise of discord, um, which is a, uh, a video game chat platform started out as a video game chat platform, but is now has 250 uh, million users and has really just exploded in terms of, um, uh, uh, you know, people being interested in it. Uh, and so I think that trend is really interesting in the sense that people now, now that you've kind of hit peak social, right now that you can be connected to everybody in the world, uh, around any topic in the world, people are now realizing that they want to, focused on the things that really matter to them and, and uh, resonate with them personally. Mm -hmm. So um, you're seeing this kind of unbundling of the internet in some ways where uh, everybody's kind of uh, uh, finding their tribe, so to speak, yeah. uh, virtual tribe, wherever they are. If I'm a brand and, and I want to get uh, centers of influence talking about my brand, what would you say would be some of the best practices for encouraging that organically? And uh, it will, we'll stop. Right, I'll answer. I'll ask you part two after that. <laughs> how do we get? How do we get centers of influence to talk about our brand organically? Yeah, it's a good question. I think um, at the end of the day, this is uh, this is about real relationships with people, and and you can't short circuit relationships. At the end of the, you know, bottom line is you have to build a real relationship and. 
Um, the way to do that is to not just focus. I mean, foundationally, one of the things that I think a lot of brands um, have been able to get away with historically is this idea of, you know, value extraction. So everything is about, you know, extracting value from your community. Um, and I think there's, you know, there's a new wave of brands that are realizing that consumers are more uh, values aligned. You know, Gen Z is a great example of this. Uh, they yeah. deeply care about their values and whether or not the products they're purchasing are aligned with those values. Um, and they're supporting, they're voting with their dollar, with their wallets, right? And they're actually going and supporting brands that align um, with those and stand for something. Um, you're obviously seeing that with uh, the, the huge outpouring of support uh, for Black Lives Matter and, and, you know, everything that's been going on more recently um, uh, where, where brands are really taking a stand and, and, and realizing that they need to take a stand uh, to, to continue to connect with their consumers. So I think, you know, one of the first things is, is you, you just have to invest in your relationships. You have to stand for something. Um, you have to identify people that uh, align with those values and you need to, you know, uh, go support them and, and, and uh, nurture those relationships versus just having this very transactional mindset. Um, to try yep. to constantly drive somebody to just buy more stuff from you. Um, people will buy more stuff from you, but it's, you know, it's just like a relationship. If, if you're only trying to take from it, it's not going to last very long. Um, you have to, you have to try to give something to it, to, to it as well. You know, I, I think from a brand perspective, it, it takes a lot of faith on behalf of the upper leadership to get on board with that. I could tell you one brand that I've, I've done, you know, as, as sort of a micro macro influencer on the consumer side, uh, I've done a lot of work with USAA and I've learned a lot from them uh, from both sides of it. Uh, one thing I can tell you is, you know, in, in my work with them, number one, they really haven't paid me a whole lot of money, um, but they've really... Uh, done well to enroll me into their community. Yeah, they, you know, uh, me along with a lot of other um, folks that, uh, you know, may have some some larger communities. Um, you know, we've been able to go visit the headquarters. We've done some fun events together. We've kind of piggybacked on some other events and kind of done these informal meetups. They're, they're really, really good at building this community. And I admire that they've made those investments and, and that, you know, again, I know the people whose, you know, idea it was, and it was hard to get that permission to do that, to say, listen, rather than take this transactional approach with influencers, what we're going to do is we're actually going to build our own internal community of people who have their own communities and find out what they list, you know, have them listen for us. And similarly, you know, uh, you know, uh, we'll listen to them. And, you know, it's a great, I, I just think it's, it's a brilliant, you know, again, if you can get the top leadership of a brand to get on board with this and see the value of this, um, it's, you know, again, I think a lot of people go to transactional because they want that, that quick thing. Like, listen, yep. I give you a thousand dollars and I've done a lot of these deals too. And you talk about my mattress and, <laughs> you know, done, done. <laughs> so um, what, what, what do you yeah. think in terms of like, what are, are you seeing? And I know you've had the opportunity to work with a lot of big brands. Um, is this sense of investing into these relationships something I hope that's becoming more and more prevalent? Yeah, I think more and more brands are realizing that, you know, 
the root of their business is truly community. I think uh, Glossier is a good example of this in the beauty space. Um, you know, they started out as a blog and uh, really as a community first and then happened to start selling products on the back of that and are now a, a massively successful, incredible company. Um, but, you know, they, they coined the phrase democratic beauty uh, to explain this philosophy that like everyone should have a voice about its products. Um, mm -hmm. and, and they really take a more co-creation kind of approach with, uh, with their, with their business. And, and that's, you know, had a lot of long-term benefit for them because consumers feel like they are involved. They feel like they're a part of the brand. And at the end of the day, I don't think community is, is uh, the idea of community is counter to your bottom line. It's actually critical to your bottom line. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I was special. I'm sorry. Long run. Your LTV lower. Listen, I don't even know what Glossier sorry, uh, sells, but all I know is that those boxes arrive at my house <laughs> for my wife and I know my daughter as well. Uh, so obviously they're doing something right because uh, they, 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 they tend to deliver a lot of uh, boxes to our house. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sorry, did I cut out there? I apologize. Uh, yeah, I, and I apologize. I may have interrupted as well. So um, in terms of, you know, our own you know, are there any other really great ideas that you would recommend in terms of like, if I've got a brand, uh, and I do, so with all my influence, um, I know with Savings Angel, you know, building and facilitating that community, people would come for that initial offer, right? Because they're, they're curious about what's going on, but they stay for the community. Um, what are some other, what are some great ways that you think brands could do better to build their own communities? I think the first step to building any community is really to identify your champions, right? Identify those people um, that are already passionate and are already interested in your products and uh, your offering. Go, go build real relationships with them and start by seeding your community with those people. Um, that's the easiest and lowest hanging fruit. And it's also mission critical because you know, if you don't have those early champions, then um, you don't have that foundation upon which to build upon. Um, I think, you know, once you've identified those people, I think the next thing, and maybe even before that is, is just thinking about what, what are you hoping to accomplish with your community? Um, what do you, what are you hoping to, what, what do you hope to contribute to them as well? So not, not only what are your goals, uh, uh, out of, out of, to get out of this community, but what are you going to be able to provide to them? So there's a lot that you can do with a community. Uh, it's anything from driving brand awareness to, creating content to, you know, boosting engagement or retention um, to, you know, product feedback, um, driving additional sales. You know, there's a community can have an impact in a variety of different ways. So really thinking through your program, programming around those relationships. So each type of relationship will have a different engagement model um, and a different path, a different journey in your community to really um, become more engaged. And so I'm trying to map that out a little bit up front so you have a sense of, you know, who are the different personas in my community? Why do they matter to me? And what do I hope to accomplish with them over time? I think is, you know, the, will we'll give you the foundation to really build a, a successful program. Um, and then and from there, obviously, you know, having a, a platform, obviously I'm biased, but, you know, having a platform to help manage all of that, given, uh, you know, kind of the scale of some of these communities and, and the complexity of it, I think becomes really important. Um, just because, you know, one of the things we see a lot with our customers, for example, is 
you have so many different touch points with your community and all of a sudden you have your, your, your left hand isn't talking to your right hand. And um, there is this unified kind of perspective and, and shared knowledge around these relationships. And I think that can be, um, you know, really important uh, to, to, to maintain the humanity of that, those relationships. So they don't feel like they're just being kind of um, leveraged for, for, for your goals. So Nan, um, the, the Aspire IQ platform, how specifically does this work then for a brand who's looking to identify those community members? Um, how does this help solve this problem? Yeah, so really the, the first step to building your community is to identify your community. So uh, our platform allows you to build, um, you know, identify, build, uh, grow and nurture those relationships at scale. So, um, you know, the first kind of piece of it is to uh, identify these relationships, whether they're on social or in your commerce data on Shopify, wherever, wherever those relationships might live, unify that data, provide insights into that data so that you can understand uh, who matters to you most and, and in what context. Uh, we provide tools to onboard those relationships um, and streamline that autom- uh, onboarding process. Uh, and then we provide a robust system of record to help organize and manage those relationships at scale. So uh, really providing you the toolkits to uh, engage these relationships in a more authentic and human way versus you know, when you think about marketing automation tools or CRM tools, uh, which work in the context of funnels, pipelines, um, you know, the, the, the goal here is to actually in, nurture these relationships over time. So that's uh, providing toolkits to create content, providing, uh, you know, uh, toolkits to invite people to events, um, to track, you know, performance from an analytics perspective in terms of sales generated or, um, you know, the impact of their social advocacy. Uh, and then lastly, kind of really putting all of that together in terms of uh, pulling data across a variety of different sources to give you a unified view of each of these relationships to understand what kind of an impact they're having on your business so that you uh, understand which ones to be doubling down on and investing in going forward as well. Mm. Now, this is all on the web at aspireiq.com. So it's A-S-P-I-R-E-I-Q.com. Um, and um, and on, in terms of like pricing, like is this pretty much for enterprise level companies or who would who would be a good um, user of the platform? Yeah, we uh, we definitely started with the enterprise uh, customers over the course of, you know, the last, you know, five, six years. I've really focused in on that market. Um, we are definitely open to business for, for anybody though. And I think, um, you know, we're finding uh, really great traction and, and value across all markets um, from SMB to mid-market to enterprise. Um, so yeah, it really is a solution for, for any business. Mm-hmm. And um, what would be the best way? I mean, obviously they could visit your website, but is there any, uh, you know, if someone says, listen, this sounds really good, um, it, what would be another uh, another great way that they can kind of really um, learn not just about the Aspire platform, but also, um, you know, maybe there's something that they can learn just given some of the um, content that we've talked about. Maybe it's, you know, engaging better with community leaders. Um, any, any piece of pillar content or anything that, that you would highly recommend? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we have an amazing uh, content marketing team that is uh, always churning out uh, great, great 
pieces. Um, so there's a lot of material on our blog. Um, we recently released a community intelligence marketing uh, report that kind of outlines some of the tr key trends that we're seeing. Um, we'll be releasing a lot more uh, content around the you know idea of community and the value of community um, over the course of the rest of the year as well. So you know, uh, kind of keeping just keeping tabs on our on our blog. We're always hosting events um, as well. Uh, obviously, all virtual today, but um, virtual uh, uh, ha happy hours and, and uh, summits and chats to uh, bring people together uh, to share best practices and, and mm -hmm. ask questions and. Um, you know, really thinking about our customer bases and, and our prospects as our community as well and, and allowing them to learn from each other in addition to from us. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, there, there's a lot of different ways to engage with us and, and really focus. Our, our focus is really on educating the market on how important this is. So um, yeah. I'm always happy to uh, engage. I think uh, I think my audience would really love the Influencer Academy as well, uh, Influencer Marketing Academy. Yep. Um, so if I if I'm on your website right now, uh, if you just scroll down, you'll you'll find uh, where you can join the Aspire Aspire IQ Influencer Marketing Academy, um, which looks supervised ten ten part course. So thank you for giving that away. All right, Anand Kishore yeah, again. Um, yeah, there's a lot of yeah, I, again, Anand Kishore, you're the founder and CEO of Aspire IQ. Uh, again, it's a SaaS solution that allows brands to identify those members within your community, reach out, build relationships. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Great to be here. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.